1: Uh, Mike Detillier WWL Radio, TV, New Orleans. I want to talk about the LSU QB room. We'll get to MPA Manning Passing Academy here in just okay. a minute. But yeah. um, okay, so with Jaden, you know, you, you've got the best SEC or one of the best one of the best quarterbacks in the country coming back, and with with Nussmeier behind him, do you believe that LSU has the best quarterback room, or Ole Miss with Dart and and Sanders, or I mean, I, I know. Howard's there, but they don't expect him to play this year. Uh, there may be another one, but but how would you rank it as far as QB rooms, Mike?
0: Yeah, I would give LSU the nod. But, man, it's I think it's fairly close. <laughs> a lot closer than a lot of LSU people would want to admit. Uh, I just think Lane did a great job of, of having that room set up the way it is with Dart and then bringing in Saunders from Oklahoma State, and then he's got Howard in the wings. At LSU, because of Daniels, is all-around skills, and he's improved so much as a passer, and you could see it. Uh, we always knew he could run the ball, and and he was a threat big time as a runner. But he is so much more comfortable throwing from the pocket. Now I get to talk to him last Friday for quite some time. And he said that, that was a big part of it, uh, of being comfortable in that pocket. And remember, he's a transfer guy, so he didn't have a lot of time to work with the receivers. And then I think they all went to California last year for a short time, tried to get that down, but it was still up and down throughout the year until late. And then Jaden took a fire. Uh, as a player, and he's much more confident this year in this system. Also, two people got to remember, he played last year behind two freshman tackles. But I, if memory serves me, Ole Miss had two freshman tackles also, right?
1: That's a good question, Mike D. Jason, look that up for me, please. I,
0: I'm pretty sure they both played with two freshman tackles. I know LSU did. I know L- Ole Miss had at least one. And I'm thinking it's too. Man, you're a new quarterback in a new system, and you got two 18-year-olds protecting you. Now, Mason Taylor is a tremendous tight end prospect. He was an 18-year-old freshman too. So I think it's set up, and I always look at it, when you're trying to pick a team that, Can win a national championship, the keys are one, you gotta have an experienced quarterback. Secondly, I like to see at least three to four returning linemen, especially the center, a big time playmaker out at wide receiver, an edge pass rusher, a dominant linebacker, and a really good secondary. LSU has got all those checked off, but the final one. Because I can't tell you who's going to start at cornerback at LSU this year. Hmm. And neither could Brian Kelly. Uh, It's a lot of transfer, people. And how that mixes. If you look at how Georgia and Alabama has run this, and you look at that sort of blueprint, basically they had it there. And Georgia, I think what was underrated with them because their front seven was so good was the talent they had in the secondary to match up. And it didn't matter who they played. They matched up. And one of the things with Kirby, and I noticed from Pete Jenkins, you know, he said, you know, Kirby does some things. With his corners and safeties, not a lot of teams do, and that is almost use them like a hybrid linebacker and and getting pressure. He trusts that his corners can one-on-one downfield with people. Well, and years ago, that was the strength of LSU. There is not. It's a lot of the unknown at LSU of who is going to be. There's talent there, but who is going to be the corners? at LSU, and the nickel cornerback at LSU. I think the safeties are fine, but I'm unsure about that cornerback. And if you have question marks there, guess what Florida State's doing? Come on, it ain't no mystery. Uh, I'm going right after LSU, uh, throwing the football, and I'm going to challenge those corners right off the bat. I'm going to challenge them.
1: Mike Dettillier, WWL Radio TV, New Orleans, on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Okay, so Mike, walk me through this. The Manning Passing Academy, it's cool. It's it's Eli and Peyton and Archie and all this. And, uh, you know, I, I think there's probably something you can take away, but then there's uh, uh, it may be tough to gauge because they're not going against the live bullets and so on. But, you know, I guess as far as college QBs, uh, who... We can do more than one, but let's start with number one. Who was the most impressive quarterback at the Manning Passing Academy?
0: Drake May from North Carolina. Okay. Uh, Archie and I sat down talked. He came with us uh, for a time on WWL Friday. And before we started talking, I said, Drake May, you know, he reminds me of a young Andrew Luck. And he's like, Mike, that's a really good comparison. That's who he looks like physically. Uh, He can make all the throws. Really smart young man. Genetics, man, he got it. Uh, Dad, brother, you name it, uncles, uh, they're all major college sports. And in his first year, I thought he really played pretty well, especially early on. He kind of trailed a little bit later. And maybe that had to do with things beyond his control. But I I was impressed with him, how he handled the situation. When you lose all those people to the NFL, they they had two running backs get picked in the um, second round, and they lost a couple of key receivers. And he handled that offense so well. And you could see it. His poise, his ability to throw a very catchable football. He's got a strong arm. I think his best throws – in the medium-range areas of the field, anywhere from 12 to 25. That's what he really does best. But the guy that won the Anthony Richardson Award this year was Joe Milton III. Uh, My goodness. Um, We were sitting in the back end zone, and it was funny. Cooper was saying, okay, guys, back there. (laughs) And he knew I was sitting back there. Y'all better be careful. Joe Milton's up. He threw a pass over 70 yards on a dart in a corner of the end zone to a receiver that he caught. His first pass, he threw it over 70. The receiver dropped it, hit him right in a bad place in the hands. <laughs> but Joe Milton, physically, um, he is so much like Anthony Richardson from Florida. And he did the backflip. Just like Richardson did oh, last Lord. year. Oh, good. He, he, he spun in the Jinxed air. Jinxed himself. And I'm like, good gracious. He's a very confident young man from Pahokee, Florida. And uh, we got a chance to talk. And, you know, in the interview, he talked about being scuffed in life. You know, it's, nobody gave me anything. I was scuffed, though. I go to Michigan. It didn't work out. I go to Tennessee. And. Hendon Hooker, I told him what Hooker had told me last year. Hinton told me the next big thing in in the, the SEC is going to be Joe Milton third. He said the only thing keeping him back is consistency. Wow. He said that's why I'm the starter and he's not. Wow. Hook, Hooker was very open about, man, that guy is talented. But he spoke about <clears throat> that was something he had to gain. And he gained it at Tennessee, the consistency, to do it play after play. And he said the only thing keeping him back is is being consistent. But, uh, man, he's got a chance uh, to be really special in an offense that uh, is certainly going to be quarterback friendly with Josh Hyde.